This is the Podcast Inc. production. Booyah! This is the moment podcasting fans listening around the world have been waiting for. Coming to you not so live from a listening device of your choice. It's time! Podcasting out of this corner, a mixed martial talker, holding no professional record. He stands at six feet one and one half inches tall, weighing in at whatever he feels like, hailing out of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, presenting the sometimes angry, always funny, Self-proclaimed podcasting champion of the world, Steve Fingerstyles! So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. I am here once again, always again, and brought to you by poppyapparel.com. Tis the season. Well, it's probably, you won't get it in time anyways, but if you're a late shopper and you have nothing else to buy, instead of going to that gas station at the corner and buying like a fucking, I was going to say a pack of matches. I don't even know if they even sell those. They probably give those out for free, but buying a lighter or a, like a, a freshener for the car or something, go to popyapparel.com, buy your woman something nice. It's clothing apparel. It's cheap, but it's good in fabric or it's good in quality. So you'll get something good for a half decent buck. And you'll also get 10% off if you use the promo code the podcast with a capital D. Free shipping worldwide. So there you go. More help for you. But if you want to help me directly, go to wehavemerch.com. I have the podcast mugs, women's tees, and men's tees in every size, only in black and white. They also ship worldwide. So no excuses to all my international listeners. And obviously, if you're listening to me, you're listening to me on whatever desired device you are listening to me on. But if you wish for an alternative, I'm available on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and I'm a part of Podbros Network. So go to podbros.com, listen to my show there, a bunch of other shows. And if you shop at Amazon, click on their Amazon banner. It takes you two seconds, free of charge, helps them out, helps me out. And if you're still into terrestrial or internet radio, go to EMZT every Sunday afternoon. Just Google them, you'll find them. It's very easy. And they have a podcast block. I'm there along with another three podcasts. So you can listen to us there every Sunday afternoon as well. So this week, I tried to make it a little bit more Christmas-themed. Like last year, I had a Christmas-themed episode. I believe it was me and my buddy Ian. We picked out our top five Christmas movies of all time. And we also talked about some other shit. But I decided to bring back a returning guest. So obviously, he did a good job the first time around. Or else he wouldn't be here. I bring you, or I don't bring you, I introduce to you, Andrew Chavon. Hey, everybody. Good to be here on, what's the, the podcast? Yes. That, thanks for knowing the name of the podcast you're on, by what, the way. What was the runner-up? An podcast? Okay. I've explained a, this many... A, a podcast. I've explained this many a times on the show, <laughs> but just for you, I'll do it one more time. The duh comes from my last name because it's 
it's the space Fonseca. So it's like a pure European name. So it's like, you know how Spanish people have D-E, the French have like D apostrophe attached to their names. The Portuguese right. have D-A in front of their names. Oh. So when I started this, I started this off with my cousin who also shares our same last name because it's from my dad's side. So we just, instead of calling it our full last name, we just called it The Podcast. Oh, you Portuguese. Always sneaky. <laughs> I guess you're Brazilian. Is that what it is? Oh, uh, get the fuck out of here, man! Brazilian. No, I'm pure Portuguese from Europe. From Europe, Portugal. Oh wow. Okay. Yes. I don't know why everyone associates that nowadays. That Brazilian is just Portuguese, and that's it. Well, there's not a lot of immigrants from Portugal that I know of. And you're from New York? I'm... Well, I live in New York. Don't I have... actually did, did meet a Portuguese guy. Oh. There's, there's like a, a neighborhood in, in Long Island where all the Portuguese live. Oh, okay, gotcha. Good uh, grilled meats. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> so what have you been uh, up to the last time we've talked, man? What's up with you? Oh, my God. What, like in business or personal? Just in general, you know, you've been, have you been on the road a lot, doing a lot of shows, anything career-wise going? Yeah. I uh, did a weekend in Indianapolis in October. It was part of this uh, TV show that was taped for the Comcast network, which is a cable network down here. I don't know if you guys have it up there. No, we don't have Comcast, but we know of it. So it's like a stand-up show, and they, you know they record for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday, that's it. I'm done. Oh, nice. But uh, I had to stay at Airbnb for the first time and uh i never did that i downloaded it because there's no hotels in, in this in the town it's a crappy little town gotcha yeah and the uh, the host sent me a message that said by the way one of the perks about the place is i'll be there and i'm a great conversationalist <laughs> you're in trouble yeah i was like you don't know what a perk is <laughs> <laughs> that's not a perk <laughs> perk is a good thing oh so my bad. god he was following me around the place, yeah. you know, like looking at me. And plus, I'm in this city I don't know. I'm a crappy, no one came to the show. It was like 20 people for the recording. Oh, so no. it looked like I'm bombing. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, like, there's no food, nothing, everything closes there at 10. So I'm like, oh, I'm shit. hungry and I can't sleep and I'm weirded out. It was like probably the worst weekend of my life. And then, uh, and I came back, and, and then I ended a, a relationship, and oh wow, I had to move out, not because of the gig, but I'm sure that didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you said it, not me, my friend. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's it. Um, I did this festival in Rhode Island called the Rogue Island Comedy Festival. I opened for Mark Norman there. It was he's a comedian. Okay, that's big in America. Uh, that was a lot of fun. I got paid 25 bucks, which is pretty low. Um, <laughs> I would think so. You would think $25 is low? Well, mind you, it is American. So the, the, the currency rate to us, that would probably top it just over 30 something dollars. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, my only idea of Canadian currency is from books. Okay. They say it on the back, like, this is how much of this is in Canada, and it's more money. Oh, so you guys actually get those down there, too. I thought it was only us. I thought they only did that for us, because everything is manufactured pretty much in the States, right? 
Yeah, that's weird. Maybe some maybe books are the exception because that's the only time I've seen the price differences on Canadian versus American dollars. Because on books, even back in the day too, when I used to go to like corner stores and stuff or convenience stores, as they're known now, I don't know if corner stores even politically correct anymore. But anyways, when I used to go as a child, I used to look at the magazines, and it'd be the same thing. At the bottom, I would hate it so much because be like, "Damn you, Americans! Yours is always a dollar, two dollars cheaper than ours." Yeah, and I'm like, what's going on in Canada where everything's so... Pre- are they richer up there? Or I pictured everyone looking like Cruella DeVille. <laughs> well, you know what? At least that's an improvement over most Americans who think that we're Inuits that live in eagles, so... Yeah, that's why if I picture the South Pole, that's what I picture, even though that's completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> All right. picture igloos and penguins. What? Hey, well, I am a Pittsburgh Penguins fan, if you are a hockey fan, so. No, I'm a Washington Capitals fan, and they're our arch nemesis. <sighs> well, you're, you're welcome, because we gave you the last cup handed on a, a silver platter for you guys. I think, I think Crosby's concussion gave us that. Probably. I think, well, I think it's Crack Skull handed us the cup. There's, they're not looking too good this year either, so I, I think their time is done. I think it's almost safe to say that their, their so-called dynasty era is pretty much in the rear view now. The Penguins? Yeah, I, I believe so. I thought you were saying that about a Washington. I'm like, it just began. Oh, no, Washington actually has some good young uh, key players, even without Ovechkin. But the Penguins, it just seems like without the big three that they have, Malkin, Crosby, and Kessel, they're they're pretty much done, right? I, I guess. They're, I know they're a good team. Well, they could beat but anyone on any given night, but at the same time, I don't I don't see them like going through the playoffs, even against these these much hungrier, younger teams. And I hate to admit it because I'm not a Toronto Maple Leafs fan, but the, even the Leafs are looking good this year. So, Wow, that's a first. It's a first that what, a, a Torontonian is not a Leafs fan? That and that they're looking good. I thought they were bad. No, they're actually having a half-decent season. I think they were ranked in the top 10 in the league the last time the, the power rankings came out. So, Oh, I meant like the past couple years oh past couple years yeah they've been garbage this is the first time since i don't know maybe that 93 run (laughs) when they got to the semis and then got ousted by the la kings i think that was the last good solid team they had to actually make a cup run at least in my opinion yeah yeah i don't uh, i don't follow hockey until it starts snowing down here so i'm 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 not caught up on the season yet well it's still kind of if you're a football fan then it's still kind of football season now it's getting right to the grind because the playoffs are going to start soon yeah, exactly. So once that's done, hockey hockey all the way. I'll know all the stats and the power rankings or whatever. Yeah, you know what? I tend to be like that too because it's now that I'm old. When I was younger, fuck that. I would fucking eat, sleep, sports, everything. But now that I'm older, I got to pick and choose. <laughs> yeah, because you had no life but no responsibility. Thank you. Exactly. You didn't have a mortgage to pay or a fucking wife to entertain every so often. But Yeah, no wife busting your balls. True. But um, you know what I mean? So I was able to keep up with everything all the time. It didn't matter. Now it's like, no, uh, as soon as football starts, football, then after football, it's hockey, and then I'm done. But the only thing I keep up with all year is MMA, just because I'm a huge MMA fan. And their events are not like three, four times a week. Like, well, I guess hockey's not that many times anymore. But you know what I mean? At least some weeks you have a game on twice or three times a week, right? Yeah. And I'm excited that you have those MMA founders on. Yeah, that's going to be next week, by the way. Uh, tune in next week. I don't want to plug while I have someone else on, but next week I have Heat on Gracie as my special guest, so tune in because I'm going to take a sabbatical leave because I've been hit in the head a lot of times, like everyone knows, so I need a couple of weeks off. So I got a few episodes. I got the Hoist Gracie episode, and I got the best of 2018 with a special guest as well, so tune into that. 
Anyways. Wow, yeah. The guys who founded MMA, they're like, hey, what about boxing except with legs? <laughs> <laughs> what a novel idea. Hey, you know how people have been fighting since the dawn of time? Let's Pretty much. Put, a, put an octagon around that. Well, you know what? It kind of makes sense because you don't really, especially nowadays with the PC police everywhere, you don't want it spilling, spilling into the crowd. They would be making no money. Just beating each other up for no reason? Yeah, exactly. Like back in the, I guess, the, the Julius Caesar days and shit like that. Can you imagine? <laughs> in the Coliseum? Yes! <laughs> but opening it up though where you have fans like that sit as close as they do to the octagon. Because you know what I mean? They had that huge open space and they only sat in the stands. No, I mean floor seats where you could feel the sweat and the blood being splurged all over you. Yeah. What about that? Is that something you like? Yeah, I love MMA. Of course I do. You sit in the front and get the blood and stuff on you? <laughs> Is that what you said? Only only when it's the females. Oh, goodness. All right. Well, you got you to gotta masturbate to something. And I'm not saying from where either. Let's leave it at that. The females, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, all right, well. Anyway, speaking of everyone, red. Everyone needs a hobby. Well, true, but speaking of red, let's get back to some Christmas talk then. <laughs> yeah, good, good transition. Since uh, the color red and green is most uh, associated with Christmas. But nowadays I see more like even, I don't know about how it is there down in New York, but up here in Toronto, the, the color scheme this year is mostly like a white, clear, or like a bluish type color. Like if you got the greens and the reds, you're you're everyone knows you're from like the sixties and seventies now. Wait, yeah. Wait, so the clear is bad or No, it's good. That's what's in style. That's what everyone but, is like decorating with outside their houses. Like, you know, the the Christmas lights? Yeah, my my dad when I was growing up, I was like, Dad, I want colored lights. I want red and green and he's like, No, we're a classy household. Thank you. The white. There you go. Your dad knows what's going on then. Exactly. Yeah. See? Yeah, but I was a kid. I wanted colorful things. Well, you leave the colorful things for inside so no one sees. And then like that, you don't have to be embarrassed. Even inside, he would not let me. I grew up in a <laughs> strict household of lights. Only regarding lights. <laughs> That's a, your, well, your dad was the fucking light Nazi or something? Yeah. He, you know, strict. <laughs> yeah, because, you know. The Nazis didn't like colors either. <laughs> I guess not. People love color. This is lights of color. Well, nothing says... Okay, I don't know if you heard of this story, because this is a bit... Maybe a week or two old now. But to me, really, nothing says Christmas, because I, I was born up uh, a Catholic, because I'm European, Portuguese, so we're all automatically Catholic, right? And there's nothing growing up like going to church because i don't know are are you do you partake in going to church did you go to church as a child or are your parents uh, yeah i went to a catholic school okay we had to we had to go to church we oh let's go like during school perfect i went to catholic school too growing up so perfect so you're on the same level then okay so obviously you're aware of nuns of course being catholic yeah i know it. i'm familiar with them but nothing says christmas to me like nuns embezzling half a million dollars from a catholic school yeah, that's the first thing I think when I think of Christmas as well. I just picture nuns taking money out of a register. <laughs> Can you believe this? Like a... Ooh, I'm a nun. <laughs> but it goes a step further. Did you even know what they did with this money, though? Nuns? Probably. Do you have a guess? Bought a big ruler. Bought a big <laughs> Well, you're going way old school with this nun thing, eh? Uh, wait, yeah, who's a... 
know what they would buy. They're nuns. Probably some kind of kit that makes them not be nuns anymore. Well, well wow. Okay. But <laughs> they went to Vegas and gambled it all away. Oh, wow. How I about think this that? This is um, the Sister Act Part 3. Sister Act Part 3 or... I don't know. I don't know your age group. Uh, me growing up, I don't know if you remember that movie, Nuns on the Run. No. No. Oh, that's a classic. You got to Google that shit. Nuns on the Run. I think it's. I think it's an English comedy movie where two guys committed some crime. And again, it's. I guess it's like Sister Act, but like the male version. I dare say. I don't know. But well, you know what? Sister Act probably stole that idea. Like you know, Americans usually steal the British ideas and. Repackage that. I was going to say, like all good Americans do, right? Yeah, because that is the plot to Sister Act. She committed a crime and hid amongst the nuns. Yeah, well, this is more fe- far fetched because they're male and they hid amongst nuns and they got away with it. Oh, wow. <clears throat> did they sing songs in this movie? I don't know if they did now. Again, mind you, I was probably nine or ten when I watched this movie, so who knows when okay, I was. So this could have been a fever dream you had. <laughs> You're watching Sister Act on a 108-degree fever. <laughs> you got confused. Oh, my God. Probably. Who fucking knows? Again, I get hit in the head, right? I guess. You told me that. Have you ever been catfished, so to speak? Or, or if you're embarrassed, you don't have to share. But have you ever been catfished in your life? Yes. Uh, oh. Well, I did online dating a lot in New York. Oh, okay. When I first started doing comedy. And, right. um I remember I showed up to the date and the woman used, I think it was a different picture because she was much heavier <laughs> and different looking than the photo with the skinny blonde. And this was like a overweight brunette. Okay. Uh, and then I used to have a joke about it where they're like, you got catfish. And I was like, it was more of a whale hunt. Wow. Yeah, it's a pretty lame joke. No, I'm saying wow because of how big this person must have been then. Oh, I, I wasn't that. Was, she wasn't that bad, but I, I definitely think she definitely used different photos. And I was just nice. I just we just had a beer and I left. Okay, so <laughs> so you didn't take it to the extreme then. Okay, how, how about this? Oh, oh, so I have another story. Oh, sure, go for it, please. Where me and my friend Freddie, he, uh, I'm actually seeing him this weekend. He's coming home from. He he lives in L.A. and he makes like movies or something or does music uh but we were we would be on his computer in the basement like on aol chat rooms right this is in like the late 90s yep uh and we were talking to, we would just talk to he would talk to girls and we'd do it together you know it was fun sure <laughs> it would be fun <laughs> just talking to people together um and we talked to this girl who said that she was Mark Hoppus from Blink-182's um, sister. Oh, okay. And we were like, wow, that's such a weird thing to make up. And I like, it sounded true. Sure, of course. And she would send us pictures of her and him. And, okay. And we were like, wow, this is crazy. She was like making references to old Blink-182 songs. Yeah. And we were like, <laughs> we're like cool. So, uh we're like excited we're like wow we're gonna meet blink 182 through this woman who just talked to us from aol chat okay you know you think somebody related to mark hoppus from blink 182 would do better things with her time true 
she'd probably go on tour and have rich friends and, you know, like have an interesting life. You would think, right? Yeah, not be online with talking to two goobers from Virginia. Yeah, but how about this? Now, did you guys reveal that yourselves were two of you talking to her or was it just one of you pretending to be, like, you know what I mean? I think it was one of us pretending to be one person. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. Because, you know, I... Yeah, we'd, we'd take turns and we'd giggle at things that we would say. Oh, okay, because I thought she maybe knew she was talking to two guys and maybe that's her thing, that she's into like tag teaming and that's why she was so into it. And that's why she goes online. Oh, th- yeah, I get maybe. <laughs> I mean, everyone's, all those celebrities are freaks. So <laughs> Tell be. me about it, no kidding, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, go on. Rolling with, rolling with the bit. Uh, <laughs> so, he, uh, so then finally, we talked to Thank this woman you. maybe for like, I think a week. Okay. And then, oh, uh, wow, that long. Okay. And then my friend started talking to her by himself. Like, I would leave, and I think they, like, he was, uh, he was just interested in meeting one Blink-182, so he would say, like, I, I like you a lot, and stuff. Right. He was, like, flirting with her. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, romantically. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, he wanted to meet Blink-182. My God. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then she was like, wow, I, I really think this is going somewhere okay. but i have to tell you something i'm not who i say i am oh no and she was some like looked like she sent a pic that he showed me and it looked like some skeleton woman what? <laughs> she looked like a skeleton with skin on it oh my god <laughs> she looked so weird and skeletal oh my god did, did, now what did he do or did you guys do anything or you just dropped it and that's it I thought he dropped it, but <laughs> no. Him a couple weeks later, and he still was talking to her. Oh my god! <laughs> so he just went with it. I mean, I think she, her real identity, like she lives in Ohio, or so I don't think the two of them ever met. Oh my god! Days. Okay, well, okay, that's nothing. So how about this? I'll one up your story with something that uh, actually a buddy of mine intru- uh, showed me this online. He sent me this article. So. In Algeria, of all places, some man married his fiance, and then they turn in man and wife, right? <clears throat> and then they slept for the first time, I guess, because of their customs and whatever. You're not allowed to sleep before you get married together, right? So okay. they finally get to sl- they got to sleep together, whatever. She wakes up the next morning, not looking like anything what she even looked like remotely the night before. So you kind of know that episode of Seinfeld with the two faced chick. Yeah. Uh, yes. Let's sit in the back of the diner. But. To an extreme, my friend. Like, she went from, like, I don't know, like, super inst- Instagram supermodel type looking to, like, a fucking gargoyle. That's how bad it was. They so, are. you know what this guy ends up doing? Um, no. He files for divorce and is now suing her for false advertisement. Because <laughs> her face looks different now? Oh, in the morning, probably. Yes. Okay. Because the makeup wore off. You know what? Let me, if I, oh, I can't. I'll, I'll send you the pic after and you'll see the difference in faces. And it, I'm telling you, one looks like a legitimate supermodel and then the other picture looks like it's the supermodel's grandmother. That's how bad it is. So how did she change her face? Makeup and just fuck shit that gets done. Um, there's some people out there that could pull off fucking magic tricks, my friend. So so next morning he's like, ah! <laughs> Pretty much. That's exactly... It. He said he was frightened and he thought that she was a thief. That's the premise that he's suing her on. Wow. Should make a movie about that. You know what? 
Face off part two, man. <laughs> yeah. Face off. Because <laughs> she literally <laughs> took off her. You know what else this is? It reminds me of too. I don't know if you were into Fresh Prince of Bel Air back in the day. Yes, of course. Okay, so that episode, it was one of the early ones where Will Smith was locked in the basement because of an earthquake. With okay. uh, I can't remember the actress's name, but she went on to do Martin and everything. Okay. And they were locked in the basement, and then something happened, and then she literally took off her weave, she took off her nails, took off her lips, her butt, everything just like came off, and she looked like a totally different person. So That's it's, when, when I see when I hear about stories like that, that episode always pops in my mind. So to those Fresh Prince of Bel Air enthusiasts, they know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, how many of those are there? You know what? Nowadays, it's like I had this conversation too before. I don't I don't remember if it was on the show or somewhere else, but it's easier to find someone who's fake than it is to find someone who's actually natural nowadays versus how that was in the 90s how it's changed so much oh yeah because of uh instagram pressure because of everything just in life pressure man and just the way people look and but no you're right the social media aspect to it has now makes everyone look in the mirror and think twice about themselves unfortunately yeah i was telling you before i recorded that my niece is 11 and she already has instagram and she wanted a chanel bag for christmas because the instagram models that's what they post exactly see they post they get paid to post bags and stuff yeah because they're called what are they social influencers is is that the actual influencers yeah the terminology what a bunch of nonsense Hey, you know what? I don't blame them. I blame the people who pay them. Because, you know what? If someone was to pay me to flaunt something on Instagram, I'll be on that shit 24-7, my friend. It's really sad. I mean, in a way. Well, of course it is. Um, my friend ran, runs this business where he tries to connect comedians to brands and have them like do stuff in their social media. Like, hey, okay. I'm a comedian. Check sure. out Skittles. <laughs> okay, sure. But like in their like Skittles... Instagram page. Of course. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like they would post the comedian, but then he said it's like really hard to get clients because they they just hand $500 over to an Instagram person and they immediately have like 1 million or half a million views. Yep. Of course. So they, and then it's a lot cheaper for them than going, hiring a commercial actor and a director and a film crew and filming a commercial. All I have to do is hand this guy some cash and then he'll do the commercial himself. And they get like exposure and brand recognition and all that for, you know, for relatively low cost and pretty much a a bigger return. Exactly. And on the same day, if need be, you could call them up in the morning and be like, Hey, can you make this commercial and put it on Instagram for me by this, by this evening? And boom, done. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's crazy. The world we live in nowadays, man. It is. It's crazy. I mean, it's like works better for, I get the company's side. They're like, all right, uh, this guy does a baking show and he's got 1 million followers and he, you know, and this is a baking company. Let's just give him money. And then we get automatically 1 million people could be interested. And then if 10% buy it, buy the product, we make a profit. It's like exactly cold, cold, hard numbers. No, you got it, my friend. It's so true. Like I said, I don't blame the people doing it. I just blame the companies. Eventually, there'll be something else again that pops and then everyone will go to that. But that's, I guess, the way of the world now is just trends, right? Yeah, it's it's, right now. It's what is it? Um, uh, CBD oil and (laughs) Instagram. Hey, come on, man. I'm Canadian. It's legal up here now. So, of course, the CBD oil is all on the rage. (laughs) Oh, okay. I thought that it's legal down here, technically. 
Is it now? In the state of New York, I thought it was still illegal. CBD oil is legal. Oh, so that's that's good, though, because CBD oil so, actually helps a lot. That's what they say, but it just sounds like nonsense. And then why is it legal? It's not, like, approved by the FDA. It just well, sounds... Like a scam. Well, there's so many things. Again, it depends where what side of the tree you're on, like any other subject. But the problem with CBD is because it's associated with the marijuana plant itself. So people think you get high off it. When when there's no THC and it's all CBD, no one could get high off of it. It's impossible. That's what what the bottle says in the ad. Exactly. So unless you're mixing it and doing a tonic of your own at home and putting in some THC, that's the only way you're going to get high. So it's working wonders. Like there's proven like facts and proven testimony online and everything of people having seizures and stuff and they take it and it stops or people who stutter for example that can't string two words together they take it and all of a sudden they start speaking as if they've been able to speak their whole lives correctly so you know what i mean there is proof out there but again it's yeah it's like they anything else though. about preachers oh god like <laughs> Mary, statues of mary <laughs> you know <laughs> can that could it be something like psychological well i was just going to say that too it could also be the placebo effect because everyone's saying that it works that automatically as soon as you take it you think it works too right yeah like no product could fix stuttering and seizures right isn't that bizarre well you know what we could try it out why don't you get into a car accident next time and see if you start getting some seizures and then take it and be the test lab study and then you'll know for sure yeah that's a good idea well you said you got hit in the head a lot so you might be the more target See, uh, well, that's why I'm speaking of experience. Ever since it's become legal and now I've been able to take it, it's, I'm telling you, it has worked wonders, at least with the headache part. It's not like making me fucking, I don't know, smarter or anything. Because or, you know what oh, people... Oh, you are, you are taking it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm taking it for sure, especially for my headaches. I wouldn't be able to be talking to you right now if I wasn't taking it. Put it that way. If you weren't taking CBD oil? Yes. Wow. Okay. Well, maybe, you know, you're my first uh, hand anecdote. No, like I said, it works wonders. Like, again, don't get it twisted. It's not like a fucking miracle drug. It's not like fucking, what's that movie? Uh, what that pill? Uh, what's the movie? L- Limitless? Is that the movie I'm thinking of? Yeah. Yes. You know, I really want that pill. No, it's nothing yeah. like that. You don't start seeing clearer or it's like the Matrix. You start decoding stuff. No, 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 no. It just makes you, I don't know how to say it. It makes you more aware, more intuitive. I don't know. I, it works. That's all I have to say. How about that? That's pretty cool. Okay. All right. I don't really have any those problems, but I mean, do you think it would help anxiety? Yes, actually. Well, see, that's the problem. It depends on the type of anxiety you have because THC is the component that helps with anxiety in the right oh. amounts. So that's the thing. I'm no doctor, so I'm just quoting what people have told me. But in general, people who have anxiety usually tend to gravitate more towards the THC. The way I look at CBD oil is more for physical trauma and like, I don't know, other type of trauma that you've had on your body. Whereas THC works more mentally, if that makes sense. How about that? That makes more sense. Yeah. Perfect. So, well, next time you're up here in Canada, then you got to try it since it's legal. No excuses. It's like having a beer. It's, it's, that's I'm, I'm telling you. Oh, are you talking about just weed or, or just every, anything in general? Whatever you want to try, my friend. We have it all now. <laughs> wow. Okay. I didn't know that. Typical American. Is that, new? Is that Trudeau? See, that's what I mean. Typical American, not knowing what's going on in Canada. We know everything hey. that goes on in the states, but you guys never know anything about us. Well, you know why, right? Because we have way more people. And no, it's true. 
anything that happens here kind of controls foreign policy. Oh, of course. Effect. Oh, that is true. We're, we're, we, we're just happy to share a border and not get the fucking and go to war with you guys. That's it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, well, Canada, I think, held up that Trans-Pacific Partnership deal because they're dairy farmers. They don't want competing with Asians or something. Well, we do have the best dairy in the world, they say, so. Oh, really? Yeah, there was something I read about you guys have really high dairy standards. And yeah. The, and the act had to conform to them or something. Yeah, exactly. So that's why you get, like, the primo shit, as they say. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know that. So now you know. See, now you got double thing. Now when you come up here, you have to smoke a joint while having a nice tall glass of Canadian milk. Yeah, that's, 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 I haven't had a tall glass of milk probably since the last time I watched Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> there you go. Okay. So there was that crazy guy we just finished talking about from Algeria suing his wife, right? So you don't know anyone who ever went to that extent about uh, getting catfished, re- getting revenge think, or anything. I think I would, if I went on a date with a girl who was wearing a lot of makeup, I think I would take her to the sauna or something, you know? Be like, let me melt this off <laughs> somehow. Let's go to the pool. Well, e- Egyptians are kind of fucked up too, because um, I don't know if you heard of this one. Some actress in uh, Egypt attended some kind of, uh, I don't know, red carpet event for some movie premiere or, or awards event. I don't know, whatever. Some kind of awards show or something, right? And this, I can't believe when it was, maybe in November or whatever, early December. Who cares? Anyways, it doesn't matter. But apparently she was dressed so provocatively that now she's going to court and might potentially do five years in jail. Because of why? Because she showed too much skin. In Egypt? In Egypt. And she's Recently? A, yes, and she's an Egyptian actress. Like, that's where she works. She's not American or anything. She lives there. That's her, like, so she knows the laws and everything, obviously. Isn't that nuts? They're so, they're like, what, 50 years behind? No. It's... 60 years behind America, because you could get... I was watching the Marvelous Miss Maisel was showing Hulu and she got arrested because she flashed her boobs in a, in a performance. <laughs> oh, shit. So uh, I guess they're like behind. Well, that's for everything, I'm sorry to say, on that side of the world, unfortunately, where I guess their religion still is the number one and all being and that's what makes their laws go. Like, you know what I mean? I think that's a little bit of a problem still in this day and age because... It's fine to follow your religion to a certain extent, but to follow it word from word for from a text that was written thousands of years ago, to me, that's that's lunacy, man. I don't know. I I, I can't wrap my head around that. Yeah, and it's pretty sad that the when they overthrew whoever was leading them, that like dictator, right. in 2011, people are like, "Wow, this is going to be a democracy," and then it was nope. just <laughs> Islamic terrible republic <laughs> of, of repression and, and sexism and homophobia. Uh, you know, like, I mean, I guess it happened everywhere. It happened to Iran, but... Well, yeah, well, even Saudi Arabia. Just recently, women were allowed to attend events and get their driver's license and shit, so now they're finally contributing to society over there. Yeah, probably because that was a nation worldwide embarrassment. Well, there's still places like that in the world, unfortunately. Like yeah, but those saying. places don't care. They just, you oh, know, yes. like uh, Egypt, they don't care, and Iraq... Or Iran, I mean, they don't really care what the world thinks of them because they're under embargoes anyway. No one likes them. Oh, you know like what? That's Saudi true. Arabia is trying to be like a world 
influencer and player, I guess. Trying to, I guess, turn the leaf, as they say, right? Yeah, I mean, only took them 5,000 years <laughs> to get <laughs> women rights. Hey, at least it's something. Come on, man. You got, got to give them a little credit. <laughs> oh, wow. They get to drive a car. <laughs> cool. Oh, my God. Maybe next time they'll vote. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, as a comedian, you travel a lot, I assume, correct? Yes, to terrible places. What's been the most, and I shouldn't say oddest, but I guess most out of this world, well, even out of this world, what's the weirdest thing you've ever found on an airplane? Um, found on an airplane? Yeah, have you ever found, okay, well, how about this? Have you ever found anything on it? Like, you know how sometimes you go on a plane and someone left something behind and whoever cleaned the plane didn't get it to it in time or skipped it or something? It's never happened yeah. to you? No, it's never... I think one time I did find a magazine. Ooh. And I read it. Oh! I was going to say, was it a dirty magazine? No, it was like people. <laughs> okay. I was like, ooh, look at this. Free magazine. Okay, well, imagine this. You go on the plane, and you're going to your seat. You check, you look down. And there's a fucking human heart sitting there. Oh. Did you hear this story of a human heart being left behind on a Southwest flight in Dallas, I believe? Well, so now that you mentioned Southwest, I could definitely <laughs> see that happening. <laughs> see an eyeball rolling up and down the aisle as it takes off. Oh, my God. <laughs> the heart probably had to pay extra to get checked in. Well, I hope this wasn't someone's Christmas present. Speaking of Christmas... Because apparently this wasn't registered anywhere. No one was missing it. No hospital had reported it. So now tell me this. Is this just someone... Maybe, maybe it was the Grinch. Or uh, I was just going to say, is this someone pulling like a fucking Dexter and being like a Grinch and leaving it on a plane? Is it a hoax? Is it... Or did someone legit, legitimately pull a fucking murder and this is their way of trying to get caught and everyone's just brushing it aside? That's a possibility. I was thinking it was some like Asian smuggler who uh, got spooked. And he's oh. like, oh... Could be, oh, but no, it can't be because I'm looking at the picture here. It actually came in a container that said human organ. So it, it, okay. it is probably, well, it had to be English, so maybe in America. Well, it was a flight from Dallas to Seattle, so, but then again. Oh. Who knows? Yeah, maybe the guy was like, <clears throat> maybe he thought it was a lunch, and then he opened it up, and he's like, ah, he ran away. Or how about this? Is this the ultimate fuck you from a disgruntled employee? For the what? The heart factory? <laughs> hey, I'm sick of making these living organs. <laughs> no, I'm saying of, of being like a delivery man or something. Because obviously it has to be transported with someone. You can't just put it on a plane or something. So he's like, fuck this job. I got no benefits. I'm fucking saving people's lives. Fuck this next dude who needs this heart. I'm, I'm out. Yeah, that's what I think when I'm in a plane doing nothing <laughs> during the whole flight. I land, I'm like, you know what? I really hate my job. <laughs> well, thought about it the whole flight. <laughs> well, did you actually know this is a thing now? People like millennials. This is a new thing that uh, millennials are ghosting. It's called ghosting their jobs now. Oh yeah. So you just go to work, and then when you don't feel like returning, and instead of quitting or giving your two weeks or pretending to get fired so you could get benefits or whatever, they just don't show up and don't answer and don't tell them why, and they just like disappear. I didn't know that, but that seems a very millennial thing to do. Right. Avoid any conversation and, and conflict. 
Yeah, but at least they could do like a, a side text or something like, hey, or send an email because everyone has each other's or social media, something. You could get a hold of someone digitally nowadays. Yeah, I think there's, uh, I've worked at places where people quit like that. They just really? leave and never come back. I think that happened. I think, I think usually they send an email, I guess, maybe. Well, that actually thinking about that, that happened once to me. I used to work for a Sicilian ice cream factory. And um, we used to have a guy from... Uh, That's the first thing I think when I think of Sicily. Hey, they're gelato. They make very good gelato. Oh, I think of ice cream factories. <laughs> <laughs> so I was working there. I don't think of the mafia or spaghetti. The factory with the big cone on top. <laughs> hey, let's just say, hopefully no, no one from there is listening right now, but uh, let's just say it could have been a front for some other type of activities. Hint, hint. But anyways. Yeah. Instead of a smokestack, it's a sugar cone. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and then instead of uh, the whistle at the end, it plays that jingle the ice cream man plays. <laughs> oh, my God. So... No, I don't even know where the fuck I was going with this. <laughs> Be like, boss, I have to go on workers' comp. A big oh, that's scooper, right, working scooper. A big scoop fell on me. <laughs> that's it. So, anyways, okay, back to my story. I was working at the ice cream factory there, and we uh, we had a guy that we I worked ma- with. I imagine there. I imagine everyone there is fat. The owners were. How about that? <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Fat in the wallet and in the. But. But to their credit, most of them ended up losing weight as they got older. So, credit to them. But anyways, again. Just the ice cream, they changed the flavors. This story has such a big buildup now that I don't even want to say it because it's going to be such a fucking garbage story. The bosses were like, we changed the chocolate. I can't eat this anymore. I'll have to lose weight now. <laughs> they, went <to> glu- <laughs> <laughs> they went to gluten-free dairy. Yeah, they're like, this is gross. You're using almond milk. <laughs> Okay, so I was making ice cream at this ice cream factory, and there was a coworker of mine. You're using a welder. <laughs> You're welding ice cream together. It's like a car factory. So. <laughs> Almost ready, boss. And you put down your your um, visor with the glass. What? <laughs> you lost me. You know you. you you know, you, you, you're welding ice cream together, like a, like a car factory. And there was an assembly line too, I assume, in, in this imaginary... You're, yeah, it's assembly. ice cream's coming down the assembly line, and you put down your steel mask with the glass visor, you know, like the glass that you can see out of. Oh, shit. And you're welding ice cream. <laughs> oh, my God. Sparks are flying out of the ice cream. You know what? The way we made the ice cream, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> It's a long word, a lot of words for that bit that didn't make any sense. <laughs> all right. Now, back to the actual story that started all this, which I apologize for because now it's not going to be good anyways. But, so when I worked there, I worked with a guy from a province called Prince Edward Island. And to yeah. put it into perspective, in American terms, that's like our south, okay? If that makes okay. sense. The north, the north is your south, right? No, that's actually our east. The east is our south. Jeez. Okay. Okay. Well, it's because it's a bunch of islands. You know what I mean? Oh, I see. So the people on Prince Edward Island, they tend to like to drink every so often. You know what I mean? They're known, they're notoriously known for, for drinking. So this guy we had, 
he was a drinker. He would come to work smelling. He would probably even drink at work. Who knows? But then he would, every time there would payday come around, <clears throat> he'd end up calling in sick for four days straight. So he would blow his money away on booze, right? So this was his constant routine to the point where the bosses, because he was such a good worker that he didn't, they didn't even care that he took this time off. You know, he never complained. He never did any, never asked for raises. He just showed up and worked. But he would get drunk every so often and miss work, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> it happened one day where it finally went past his two-day routine. Now it's three days, four days. Next thing you know, it's like three weeks. Right. He disappeared. Everyone thought that this guy died, maybe got drunk somewhere and just ended up in a ditch. But no, okay. he just ghosted and I think it was two or three years later, someone I used to work with ended up seeing him somewhere and they talked and everything. And he was like, no, I just didn't want to work there anymore. Now, he was at the Sherbert assembly plant. <laughs> no, this guy was in his like 50s doing this. He wasn't oh. even close to being a fucking mullet. And this was about 20 years ago too on top of it. So he's probably dead by now. God bless. <laughs> wow. Well, if he drank like you say he did. Yeah, I wouldn't see him lasting too much longer. Like I said, it was about 20 years ago. So if he was 50 back then, I don't see him reaching, reaching 70 now. So, Wow. That was my beautiful ice cream story factory with my alcoholic co-worker. Sounds like a magical place. You think I could take that bit on the road? <laughs> yeah, it'd be like, instead of Willy Wonka, it was Billy... <laughs> Billy Goo Goo Gats. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, let's get into some actual more Christmas type talk here okay <clears throat> what were your things growing up okay you had a strict family so i was pre- you probably had the same upbringing as i did i really didn't get much in terms of gifts my gift oh, was wow. probably like a slap in the face and shut up type of deal cool well i'm glad you got the raising of a serial killer <laughs> no problem no problem yeah it seemed well adjusted well th- that's why i do a, l- a lot of my uh guests via the internet because you know no one wants to come into Syracuse's basement. Because you're locked up in a maximum security prison. <laughs> Actually, that would be cool if you think about it. Think about that. Does, does anyone have a podcast in jail? Probably. The jail pod. Ooh. No, but I mean that actually gets out to the world, though. Yeah, I don't know. I doubt it. But okay, anyways. I, I, as a kid, what were your things that you wished most that you would get for Christmas? Like, just off the top of your head, do you have anything? Yeah, like, well, whatever toy would be popular that year. So, so like Jurassic Park. Or oh, Jurassic Park. Power Rangers. So, were you an 80s or 90s baby? I was born in the 80s, and I grew up. My peak of, of life was in the mid-90s, I feel like. That's when I remember things. Okay, so then you would know this list. So, these are some of the top things that people wished for in the 90s, just to show how out of touch and what kids want nowadays compared to what we wanted as children all right yeah i wanted puppets one year i remember hey that's a huge thing don't worry about it that's probably on the list here so it's pretty pretty embarrassing just a kid with puppets well you, that's because you can make your own pot, puppets out of socks though i get yeah i guess <laughs> just liked puppets and then immediately i got bored of them <laughs> <laughs> it's probably when i first sparked the performing bug <laughs> Actually, by myself. Well, uh, no, I, I don't want to put your shit out there in, in the public. I was no, no. <laughs> I was gonna say something. Just use your imagination, people. What teenagers use when they're trying to please themselves and socks. All right. Maybe that's why you fell out of puppets. Yeah, maybe I discovered girls. Okay, so uh, a top 
here's top things that people wanted back in the 90s. So I even wanted this, actually. The Walkman. Remember the Walkman? Yeah, it was made by Sony. There was... <laughs> There was different ones. One was a tape and one was a CD. Oh, yeah. That was the... What was it called? It was called the... Not the CD, man. It was called something else. I thought it was the Walkman. No. The Walkman was just the actual cassette one and then the CD oh, disc, one. Discman. Discman. That's it. That's the portable one. Yes. Yeah. I had both of those. Uh, how about Lightbrite? Were you into Lightbrite as a child? <laughs> All I did was see the commercials and then once right. I went over to a kid's house and he had it in his house... I was like, wow, Lightbrite. Block- I, I didn't play with it. I just looked at it. <laughs> yeah, I was the same way. That was a boring one. How about Blockbuster gift cards? Never had a gift card. I did have a membership card. I know. Pretty recently. Did they actually sell gift cards now thinking about it? I don't think a gift card was a thing back in the day. Yeah, I can't remember right? what the first gift card was. I'm trying to. Th- I don't think so either. That, hey, you know what? That's a good thing to Google when you're bored. The very first gift card. Oh, here you go for for to- uh, a Furby. Were you into Furbies? My brother had one, and I would look at it, and touch it, and stuff. Cabbage Patch Kids. No, my sister was in those. Yeah, I know. Oh, here we go. Game Boy. If you're into video games, that was a big thing as a kid. Oh yeah. I mean, my parents are too cheap to get the first one, the big one. Oh, so well, you got like the Game Boy but Color or something. I got like the, the I got the Game Boy Color, yeah. Bor- and, uh, mine was mine was blue. I didn't get the Game Boy Color. I only had the original Game Boy, but I bought it used. I remember because there were scratches on the screen that I could barely see. Wow. <laughs> hey man, wow, I had kid, I had a quality parent. Probably had a really good life. Ah, you know, I didn't end up in jail, so I can't blame my parents too much for what they did. No, the kid you got it from. He probably was oh. rich. Oh, you know what? Probably. I see what you're saying. <laughs> oh, here we go. Some clothes. How about Reebok pumps? They made a little comeback recently. I just remember the commercial where the, the guy would pump it up, and I was like, wow, what's going on with that shoe? I thought all shoes had pumps. What else? Bar- like, what, what was it doing? What was the pump? You know what it did? It just made you, it just made the shoe tighter around your foot. Isn't that, why don't you just get that size? Hey, I'm a size five <laughs> or a size ten. I'm, not, I'm a size ten point three with a pump. I didn't even think about that. Oh my god, that's so true. So they faded away because it was ridiculous. I'm a ten and a half. No, I'm not. I'm a ten point six pump. If you pump it. Now, what came first? Did Reebok pumps come out first, or did the so-called penis pump enlargement come out first? That you would have to look at Wikipedia. You think you 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 want to? Yeah. Uh, I think Actually, I you know what? I took a class on penis pump timeline. <laughs> I really forgot. Didn't, so, really, didn't do my homework in that class, so don't know. Well, maybe that's how you came out straight then. You see, if you would have put your nose down and grinded, could have been different, my friend. Yeah, could have completely changed. <laughs> a pager? Did you ever want a pager as a teenager? My dad had one. And um, if I was in trouble, I would text, I would call the pager and put nine one one one. The classic. Yeah, nine one one asterisk or something. Uh, yeah those are some of the top ones so i you know what i can't even actually you know what i wanted as a kid it was mostly like gi joes transformers like stuff like that yeah that's what i got toys and stuff can't think of anything weird yeah i know right aside from the puppet thing 
Well, that's that's weird enough. I'm sorry. Well, here's something. Well, what about traditions? Is there anything weird your family does? Like traditions, like going we back. We watch like the same two movies. Uh, which uh, is? It's called Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Okay, yeah. Starring John Candy. Of course, being Canadian, I know of John Candy. Oh, it's a great movie. Of course, but it is. It's a, th- it's a Thanksgiving movie, so okay. we, we watch it for Thanksgiving and Christmas. <laughs> Makes sense. Sure. And then we watch. Uh, Christmas Vacation, which is kind of a trashier Christmas movie. <laughs> hey, it's still a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> so every year we watch those two movies, like on Christmas Day. Uh, but my brother married this woman, and her family, they watched three Lord of the Rings, all the Lord of the Rings. Wow. Now that's some dedication. Yeah, it's a long. So, like, I, I, we went over, their parent, her parents came to visit and stayed in our house and they're right. like okay we're doing our tradition yeah. i was like okay presents <laughs> and they put in they put in the two towers <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious it's like what and they, they didn't even watch the movie they were like walking around and eating i was like i'm stuck watching gandalf and stuff <laughs> <laughs> and they're weird traditions it could be worse my friend well here's a weird one i don't know this is something in that, that's American and is starting to kick off. So I don't know if it's reached New York yet, but have you ever heard of hanging the pickle ornament on a Christmas tree? Yeah, I dated a girl in high school whose parents did that. What's this all? All I know is it has something to do with some German folklore or something. Do you know anything about this? No, I think they just found it at a gift store. They're like, <laughs> ooh, hide the pickle. And if you find the pickle, you're supposed to get something or... Like an extra present. Of all places to hide the pickle, I could think of a lot better places than a tree to hide a pickle. Come on, man. Yeah, it really does sound like an innuendo now that you said it back to me. <laughs> See, th- that's still better than my traditions because I think growing up, the only traditions I really had was my mom yelling was, at my dad. Uh, yelling was being locked in the cellar. Th- See, it was. It was my mom yelling at my dad to stay awake for midnight and my mom yelling at me to stop playing video games and going to go eat seafood with them in the kitchen. So a lot of yelling just in general. Oh, so you did seafood on Christmas Eve? Yeah, no, we weren't allowed to eat meat. I guess, you know what, that's our tradition, if, if it's a weird tradition. Just eating seafood on Christmas Eve, no meat. You know that's an Italian tradition. Well, then maybe we piggybacked off the Italians. Now, thinking of it, I did have an Italian neighbor growing up, so maybe that's where my dad got it from. <laughs> yeah, it's a tradition to do seven different fishes on Christmas Eve. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We just do like shelled fish. I think like crab, lobster, shrimp, like stuff like so that. You, you would do all three of those? Codfish is another big one we love. That you would do all, all of those at the same time? I'd have it all up in my grill, my friend. I love them all. No, no. I mean like during Christmas Eve, you would, it, that would be part of the meal would be those four things at the same time? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, like it would be like almost like a buffet type style and you just get what you want. Yeah, that's Italian. That's seven fish. So they would do the Man. seven fishes means clams and calamari and cod and all that stuff. Okay, I don't want to start this war with you because the Italians and Portuguese have enough wars going on, and just involving soccer. But the Italians got to stick to the pasta and let us Portuguese stick to the fish. We know what's going on with the fish. Well, I know you face the Atlantic, but technically you're almost like a Mediterranean country because you're, you know... Yeah, but don't you know right. the, the Portuguese were notorious to go to yeah, everyone's coast or countries and just steal everything from there and bring it back as our own? Yeah, I'm familiar with uh, uh, Macau, right? Yeah, in China. There you go. There's a huge place. Yeah, exactly. There, there, um, there are colonies in India. Yep, 
you have Goa, used to be part of the Portuguese, I guess, Republic or Roman Empire or whatever the fuck it used to be called. I don't know if this is a Portuguese guy, but Vasco da Gama. Oh, you just got brownie points for me, my friend. Of course he is Portuguese. And the most and the most known Portuguese traveler around the world is Magellan. Magellan, right? He's, he's Portuguese too. Even though you, Marco Marco Polo is probably not Portuguese, right? I think I think he's Italian. Okay. Yeah, Marco, right. Makes sense. And Polo just in general would make sense too. Polo is an Italian name, no? Yeah, means chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Pollo. Isn't that Spanish? Yeah, I'm kidding. I was gonna say, holy fuck, you're all over the place, my friend. Hmm? Italians were actually seafaring as well. Probably Sicilian thing. Ah, maybe that's where you guys get it from. Maybe it's this. It's true. Maybe it is a Sicilian thing. But that's a that's a known Italian thing. If you want to look it up, it's called the Seven Fishes, and they do calamari, clams, like random seafood, and they're supposed to have seven of them. Well, speaking of movies. But maybe the Portuguese have a similar tradition because they're also sea people. That that's a good one. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Well, so I'm just saying your tradition is not just for your family. It's it's like it's an overall know. thing. Yeah, it's a cultural. Yeah, it's a cultural thing. Yeah, that's what I mean. So no, I'll just stick to just my parents yelling at me. That, that's probably a better tradition then. Okay. All right. We'll leave yeah, it at fair that. Enough. Well, back to okay. movies. Did you hear about this guy who just got arrested and he's doing about 120 days in jail because he, he hunted where he wasn't supposed to. He didn't have a license. He shot a deer or something and he got caught, right? So he's doing 120 days in jail, but that's the max someone could do in this state of wherever it happened. But the judge found that that wasn't good enough. So he deemed it necessary that this inmate watches Bambi every month until his sentence is over. And this is in America? This is in America. I think it's in the state of Tennessee, actually. If I'm not mistaken. Wow. Let me pull it up here and see. So how would you feel about that? Watching Bambi over and over. Speaking of movies, watching. I'd be like, hey, thank you for uh, for letting me not go to jail. No, but he's still in jail. But he's, he's in jail and he's got to watch Bambi. Oh, he's got to watch Bambi in jail? Yes. That's weird. Well, I just feel sorry for him because now his nickname is going to be Bambi and everyone's going to, you know, treat him a bit differently. <laughs> yeah, if, I mean... If you I think about it... I don't know how they would enforce that in the prison because it's two different branches of government. Well, that's true, whatever. but what the, what the judge said, now that I'm reading it here, he literally said that by the end of every month, either the 30th or 31st, he has to watch at least Bambi once in that time frame. Now it's up to the, I guess the jail to enforce how many more times but at least once wow for illegally shooting a deer yep man deers have feelings too jail for that deers have feelings too my friend deers have feelings yeah there's a hunting season though where people legally shoot them well that's what i mean maybe he did it in the off season like i was just saying right yeah so then just doesn't make sense how did that that would just be a fine Oh, actually, it was in Missouri, so there you go. I guess they have strict hunting laws in Missouri. Okay, maybe they're weird there. Well, here, okay. I have to bring this up because I brought it up on an old episode, and then I'm going to get you to play the dumb laws game. But, (laughs) oh my God. So I brought up, okay, you know how this whole thing now, everyone wants to be something different, everyone wants to identify as something different, like there's people saying that, 
instead of being white, they identify more as being black. Instead of being Italian or Portuguese, they identify more as being a Filipino or vice versa or whatever. Or Yeah, no matter what percentage of a weird minority you are. Thank you. Or people want to have sex with inanimate objects like fucking desks and chairs and shit and they want to call yeah, that that's something. Yeah, that's how you flow into that. Right. <laughs> people identifying with, with a race makes goes hand in hand with having sex with a chair. I'm just bringing up examples, man. Fuck. Okay, no, I'm sorry, continue. So, <laughs> there was this guy from the Netherlands who I brought this up a few months ago on an episode that he's a 69 year old man and he wanted to, he went to court to see if he could legitimately have his legal age changed to 49 because he says legally, doctors say he's in, sh- in shape of a 49 year old, he looks like a 49 year old, he acts like a 49 year old. So, he wanted to change on his birth certificate to put it 20 years younger. Okay. They shot him down. Hallelujah, there is some justice in this world. They didn't allow this man to change his age to fucking 49. And what the judge actually said, his quote is, he is at liberty to feel 20 years younger than his real age and to act accordingly. Yeah, it's very weird. I saw I heard about that too. Okay, so you saw yeah, this was a huge thing and even looking at this guy, okay, buddy, I, I I would give you 69, but 49? I don't think so, man. You got too many whites kicking in. <laughs> he doesn't yeah, really... He just must be really in good shape. That's probably it. I, maybe? <laughs> maybe. I'm going to try but, it. Cause, but why would you change the age? I guess it's so you can legally put that on your Tinder. Thank you. And that's what all the comments were, where this man's just doing this so he could get younger pussy on Tinder. That's it. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, I don't see any other reason. Okay, but hold up. I'm not on Tinder. You're not going to live longer because a judge changes your age. Well, how about this? I'm not on Tinder, and I met my wife before this whole internet dating shit started, just to show my age, but... How do you prove that you're not your age? Do you have to sh- like click a picture of your birth certificate or something, or like can't you just fake it and lie? Yeah, you could, but then eventually you date these people and they're like, "Wait, how old are you? You're 69. You told me you're 49." And then you're like, "Oh yeah, I'm a huge liar." Oh, let's I see. let's, let's uh, be together though, even it, though I just lied to you about something really important. It'll eventually catch up to you then. Years. Yeah, I guess it eventually catches up to you, right? But then if you were like, I'm 49, and she's like, well, you look really older. You're like, legally I am. I didn't lie to you. <laughs> but come on, buddy. Like, why would he want to change? I can't wait till I'm 69 years old. You know how many puns? You know how many dumb jokes I'm going to do at 69? Yeah, that'll be a fun year. Your health is going. But hey, you can make a lame joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'll Just, be dead in four, twelve more years, but hey, here's a sex joke I can say at Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, for now you see. Year. I can do that for one year. Now you see what I aim for, my friend. You you see my goals in life. Yeah, that's great. Look forward to turning an age. That's great. You're in the prime of your life right now. So they say. Well, I don't know. I don't know how much prime I could be, man. I th- I think I've been aged too too much. Okay. They, like they, they left me in the cellar wrapped up too long. I, I didn't breathe enough. That's how you make um, um, dry-aged beef. Oh, so you know what? I'll be... See, yeah, I'll be like this guy. So as I get older, I'll be getting better. <clears throat> yeah, you just dry-age and taste better. Well, I'll, Maybe that's why your mom put you in the cellar wrapped in wax paper. <laughs> maybe. Maybe that was her fine... planning on eating you. No, well, maybe that was her her gift to my wife, so to speak. 
Right, correct. Anyways, that was horrible. I'm sorry. Oh my god. It's okay. <laughs> okay, are you okay? The biggest question of the season, because you you must have heard of this, and if you didn't, you live in a, under a rock. I'm sorry to say. Are you yay or nay against the song "Baby It's Cold Outside"? Oh my god, this might cost me my career <laughs> if I answer this. This is worse than a political question. <laughs> Yeah, really? Jeez. Bloggers will talk about me. Uh, no, I'm for it. I mean, it's a, Thank you. Okay, of course. It's a fun... I, I like the song... I didn't really like the song until the movie Elf. I never heard that one before. You know what? I'm probably the same way as you. I think the first and time I... was I, like, what is that song? And, and now I love it. It's one of my favorites during Christmas. Yeah, I picture them singing in the shower, even though that's a creepy scene and it's a creepy song. <laughs> you know, like... I really, uh, I really never heard that song before Elf, and now I hear it all the time. And now people are getting mad. Well, again, it's these stupid PC police. But obviously that whole radio station, I don't even remember what state it was in, that banned it and it's no longer allowed to be played. Well, in Kentucky, they did the opposite and said, well, you know what? Fuck you guys. We're going to play it on the loop 24-7 for several days. How about that? Yeah, it's such a silly stance. I mean, it's a song. It's silly to get upset about it. And it's silly to be like, we're going to play it a lot. And, didn't write the song. and my whole thing too now Those people are dead the whole thing with entertainment even going back to this whole Kevin Hart shit that happened with the Oscars and all that whatever happened in the past and was so called politically correct back then which is not now should not be you should not be penalized for that you know what I mean it, that's not fair because if you want to go even further back there's so many things people used to do back in the day that you know what I mean so what yeah, well, Hollywood used to be racist and stuff just in general everything like and now they're giving away wards. See? They used to be the most racist institution in America. And now it's the complete opposite, exactly. And that's what I'm trying to lead it's against. It's not the complete opposite. They're still like well, that. But they're just not the opposite, but yeah, at least now they're so-called, in parentheses, trying, right? Or in air quotations, they're trying. I guess, yeah. I mean, it's all, it all comes down to money for them. Like They're like, okay, people like white people, so we're going to make movies that have white people in them. Okay, a lot of people aren't seeing those movies anymore, so we're going to put a black person in the movie. Oh, it bombed. Okay, we'll just go back to making white... You know, I don't know. It just feels... It's, it doesn't feel sincere. It just It's money-based. Well, yeah, that's exactly what Hollywood's come to. Well, I'm, I'm sure it's been like that for a while, but I guess it's now... It's always been like that, yeah. Yeah, now with the transparency of social media and shit, you see it more where back then they were able to hide it a bit more. Like, like for example, my parents growing up, they used to admire and revere everything on TV and thought there was like literally the fucking Bible, you know what I mean? Whereas nowadays, you're like, ah, it was on TV, you can't believe that shit. Yeah. It's like a total 360. Fuck. Yeah, my friends who do TV appearances, they barely... You know, no one mentions it to them, except for other comedians. Only other comedians, I feel like, watch comedians on late night now. <laughs> you, know, you know, that's true. Well, the problem is now, no one wants to wait. Everyone wants everything on their fingertips and on demand, right? So why do you want to wait for something to air on TV if you could just get it somewhere else, like Netflix or Hulu or something, right? Yeah, that's what's been happening. I guess. That, again, speaking of trends, there you go. Like, cable's not cool anymore. Now, if you ask someone if they have cable, you're like, oh, you still have cable? What's wrong with you? Yeah, I just tweeted that, too. Like, it just, that, that, that'll just even out. Like, you gotta pay for the Hulu, Netflix, and, and like, you, you, instead of watching a game at your house, you have to go to a bar now and pay a bar tab. 
you know what that is so true i didn't even think of it in that if you add up everything and you are a freak and you still want to enjoy in all those like for myself i really don't care i'll catch what yeah. i catch and there's certain free apps that we have in canada because of our our digital laws that we have up here that the government or whatever tv stations we must have a certain amount where it's available for free to the public you know what i mean oh wow so i think we have like four or five of them so you could still if you have the app you could still go on the app and watch tv there you just can't watch anything that's under like a paid prescription but they have like the basic stuff right so you could get away with certain stuff up here but no i totally see it because now everything's going down the subscription like so you know like 10 years ago i was paying 150 for cable i was like this sucks but whatever (laughs) now i don't pay for cable but i still pay for the wi-fi and now i have like a phone yeah. Where I have to like lease my phone. Like, you know, they used to give you an upgrade automatically. Like, hey, here's a phone. No, those days are done. Yeah, man. I didn't, re- I didn't realize that. They were like, okay, you're going to sign a lease and we'll do a trade in with your old phone. Yeah. I was like, what is that? that? They're like, that's the upgrade. I'm like, that's not an upgrade. I know. Yeah. Or, or yeah. if they do offer a phone, it's like an old phone that's about to be obsolete, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, they're like, well, with the, it's a good deal, man, with the trade-in and, and the, the monthly payments. You, it comes out pretty good. And I'm like, are we still talking about a co- like a phone? I know, right? I feel like I'm going to walk out of here with a Buick. <laughs> Do I get some rust-proof on this bitch? <laughs> yeah, you got to rust-proof my phone. <laughs> yeah, what is going on? Oh, my God. I'm so mad. I'm so mad about I got screwed. No, don't worry. I'm the same way too. There's like a monopoly on the phones now. Like you have to have an iPhone, but then you have to pay more. Yeah, no, I phone totally understand. Phone was a thousand dollars. No, I know. I get you. And now, now with plans being so ridiculous as well, it's it's like they almost fish you in because you're paying so little monthly. But then, if you add it up all together over the two year package, you're actually paying more for your phone than you would if you go buy it right up. You know what I mean? And then yeah. I guess that's how they get you, so to speak. Yeah, I know. It's fucking garbage. But what can you do? Everyone knows you need phones, so. Yeah, yeah I know. They have us by the balls. What are you going to do? Have a droid or whatever? I'm going to get a carrier pigeon. I'm going back, my friend. Might as well. It's probably going to be cool in three years. Hey, it's the hipster thing to do, man. Come on. Yeah, I mean, hipster. It's like vinyl. You know what? That's no carbon footprint at all. How about that? The pigeons, yeah. Well, they make a environmental waste. They poop and stuff. Yeah, but you could recycle it and turn it into actual fuel. Ah. Yeah, if you follow a pigeon around with a bucket, I guess. I don't, on a horse. <laughs> they just yeah. go all the way back. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. You ready for the dumb laws game? Yes, please. You want to give a crack at this and see if uh, you actually are intelligent? Okay, this is what I tell the guests. So I usually tell them after the fact. But seeing that you're a cool guy and you don't get offended that easily, I'm going to tell you up front. If you go 0 for 3 or you get more wrong than you do correct, that actually means you're half smart because only stupid people would think that this is an actual law. So if you go perfect, I don't know what that says about you, my friend. Okay, let's do it. No pressure. No pressure. All right, I got three different categories, so you could potentially go 2 for 1, 0 for 3, 3 for 0, whatever. All right, so we'll start with the first one here. So one of these laws is actually a real law that's enforced in the United States. In the state of Delaware... It is illegal to change clothes in a car. True. In, I'm not done. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you're, the, you're the worst. <laughs> sorry, you're listing three at, at once. Okay. 
So <laughs> it is illegal <laughs> to change clothes in a car. In Missouri, it is illegal to have sex while watching pornography. Or is it in Iowa, it is illegal for men to eat sausages? Okay, well, the first one I'm going to say is a real law. That's what I'm guessing, right? The real one? Yeah, you're guessing if you get caught doing this, you will get charged or go to jail. Yes, one. It's a practical law and I could see it being enforced. You are correct. Oh, baby. But again... See, the third one is ridiculous. Why would you... Why couldn't a man eat a sausage? And then the second one is... Uh, I think overturned by Lawrence versus Texas uh, Supreme Court decision Don't worry, that was a lob up Because apparently I've been making these too hard for my guests So I've been usually trying to give the first one easy So now let's get into the thick of this So now you know how it actually plays That was a give you So now you know how it actually is Early millionaire questions The ones for $200 Thank you And you're more than welcome to talk it out too If it helps you decide (laughs) Oh, will you have the millionaire music? No, sorry, I can't afford that. All my budget went in, into the intro and the outro, so that's all I could afford. Oh, cool. <laughs> all right. I'm glad, you're, I'm glad you're doing really well. Hey, man. <laughs> I don't have enough women listeners. Once once I crack the women market and they go to poppyapparel.com and use the promo code the podcast with a capital D to get 10% off, then I'll start getting, making my money. Okay. Cheap well, little plug day. there. All right. Next set of questions. Remember, three, one, two, three. Okay? Yes. Okay. In North Dakota, it is illegal to scoop your dog's poop. True. Just kidding. <laughs> Motherfucker, I was just going to hang up on you. <laughs> <laughs> or, in Tennessee, it is illegal to receive or give oral sex. Or, in South Carolina, it is illegal for children to buy adults gifts. What was the first one again? In North Dakota, it is illegal to scoop your dog's poop. Wow. Okay, and then the second one again? In Tennessee, it is illegal to receive or give oral sex. Uh, I'm going to say two. In Tennessee, it is illegal to receive or give oral sex. True. Fuck, man, you're correct. You're killing it. Yeah. If you want, I could talk it out afterwards. But yeah, I went to, uh, I grew up in Virginia and I worked at their law place, the legislature. Oh. And there's still laws in the books against sodomy and oral sex and all that in Virginia. So, you mother. next to Virginia. I figured I was. You motherfucker. You just pulled a slumdog millionaire on me, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be audited by by the. I'm gonna, podcast. I'm gonna come after you. I'm gonna send my my cronies after you with a gun to your head and ask you how you knew all these answers. <laughs> yeah. That'll be the next episode. I'll drop that as a bonus one, by the way. Okay. That's all right. Last one. Let's see if you could actually go perfect on this. There's been only one or two, a very rare amount of guests that have gone perfect. In Rhode Island, it I'm is glad you've only had three guests that play this game. You should feel privileged then, you see? I, I know. Only the top of the, my top of the guests get to play this. Not everyone. Uh, okay, all right. Um, continue, I'm sorry. I was making a joke. In Rhode Island, it is illegal to pick your nose in public. In New York, it is illegal to talk to someone on an elevator. 
In Pennsylvania, it is illegal to have sex in the nude. Okay, I'm going to say one is the real law. The picking in the nose. Rah, rah. Nope. Is sex in the nude? Nope. What was the third? What was it? What was it? New York. You, it is illegal to talk to someone while you're riding an elevator. Oh, come on. That must be some old ass shit law that no one even enforces anymore. Yeah, because they still do. They talk to people all the time. And, oh my god. And the actual full extent of the law is you're not allowed to talk to someone and you gotta stand there with your arms cross folded until the door opens. Weird. Maybe some etiquette t- type shit from back in the days for sure. Ah, even old movies they talk in the elevator. You know what? That is right. Probably, maybe it goes back to the first elevator ever made because they're probably like complicated and stuff. Maybe they thought if they talked or if they breathed or something, it would come crashing down. <laughs> or like they used to have like an operator, you know? That's right, the creepy so operator. They would, would distract him and break it or something. Yeah, I wouldn't like that job actually. Speaking of, that would be the job I would ghost. I just wouldn't show up and then you'd see all the people all lost. Where? Well, how do I get to my floor? I don't know how to push a button. Right, yeah. What, 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 how does this work? <laughs> what? That means I have to take the stairs? Oh, no. Oh, no. But I can talk to people at least. <laughs> Just to tie it all together, fuck. One last question um, to put you on the spot. Okay. During this time of season, do you say happy holidays or merry Christmas? I heard that people don't even say happy holidays, so I've been saying have a good one. <laughs> I say that to everybody in general when I talk yeah, to them. Yeah, I'm just like, like, all right, have a good one. <laughs> like, nervous about saying happy holidays. Because I don't want to offend somebody because they're like, do I look Jewish to you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's my rule of thumb. I, I used to didn't care. I used to say Merry Christmas because that's what I celebrate. And I'm not saying Merry Christmas because I don't believe in the other religions. It's just because what I was grow up on. That's it. I don't care. You celebrate whatever you want to celebrate out there. All, it, all power to you. But then I heard the perspective of, well, you know, they don't know you, so they might think that you're offending them, which I understand. If you don't know me, first thing you think is, oh, this guy's attacking me. Sure. So I stopped. Now what I do is I wait for the person to say it first. If they don't say it, I don't say it. And if they say happy holidays, I'll say happy holidays. If they say Merry Christmas, I say Merry Christmas. So then you just have a Mexican standoff. That's it. What if the other person has the same theory? You just have a Mexican standoff of of well-wishing. Well, then we're pretty fucked then. We're, yeah. You know what? It's never happened. It's either they walk away or they say it. So it's never really, we just look into each other's eyes and just wait. Yeah, it's weird. Either they uh, spray you with mace or they run screaming or blow a rape whistle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) So so either one of those three. And then sometimes they say happy holidays. So you could only, no, never mind. Another bad joke. You could only get away with that if you're looking deep into a, a piece of furniture's eyes. Piece of furniture's eyes, right. Never mind. <laughs> now you know why I podcast and I don't do real comedy. You see, it all comes out. All right, my friend, where can people find you? What's going on? What's up with you? Anything okay. you want to plug? Uh, busy january i think i got three road gigs um uh what am i doing okay well just 
please um, follow me on Twitter, A. Chavone, S-C-H-I-A-V-O-N-E. Uh, Instagram, Andrew Chavone, S-C-H-I-A-V-O-N-E. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm making a website, andrewchavone.com, and my tour dates. I'll be in, in the this Pennsylvania College Clarion January 25th. I'll be in uh, Poughkeepsie, New York at Laugh It Up on January 14th. And I'm somewhere else, and I can't remember where it is. Um, but I'll, I'll post about it if you follow me on Twitter or Instagram. Perfect. And yes, follow this guy. He is funny. He does tweet a lot. He's one of those comedian tweeters who, I'd say what, you probably try and put out a joke once or twice a day at least on there? Yes. And if it bombs, I delete it. So <laughs> the good stuff you're getting. <laughs> Fantastic. So see? So now if you go back and look at all his tweets, you're going to be like, hey man, this guy is a fucking good comedian, isn't he? Yeah, it's the best of the best that survived. <laughs> Perfect. Well, for me, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, under Finga Styles. You can find the podcast on Twitter, the podcast DAP. You can email us at the podcast DAP at gmail.com. iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and podbros.com is where you can listen to the show. Go to wehavemerch.com, support me directly, buy yourself a mug, a t-shirt, men or women's tea, any sizes, ships anywhere in the world. And if you're a woman and you want to buy more than just a t-shirt, go to poppyapparel.com, buy yourself something nice, buy yourself something nice for your mom, for your sister, for your grandmother, for your aunt, for whoever in your family is a woman, or for all the cross-dressers out there too, I don't discriminate, because obviously I'm I'm okay with people having sex with furniture, so if a man wants to wear women's clothing, who am I to judge? So go help a brother out there, and I guess that's it, that's all. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Festivus, Happy Hanukkah, Merry Kwanzaa, whatever the fuck you celebrate. I'm not here to offend. You celebrate it, my friends. Thank you, man. I appreciate it being on. Thank you. You are the second last episode of the year. Oh, I was going to say you're the last episode, but no. This is my last episode recording of the year until the new year. So, Oh, and on that note, sorry, I almost forgot to say before I sign off. In a few weeks, the 100th episode is going to air. So I'm very proud of doing 100 straight episodes without missing one. So tune in. I will have guests in studio and hopefully calling guests too we will see what i could scrounge up i'm not promising anything watch it no watch i'm so pathetic that it's just going to be me by myself on the 100th episode and no one else hey uh if you anything i'll call in well there you go thank you thank you for offering your services and actually right after that i will be airing the dp awards which is the second annual dp awards which andrew you might be nominated for one of these awards upcoming so stay tuned for that as well and okay, obviously, cool. check Most out everything. Most handsome man award. Most handsome Italian. How about that? Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> well, just so you know, you were the only Italian guest I've had all year. So take it for what yeah, it's worth. Okay. <laughs> or you can feel special. I made a category just for you. So just right, yeah, just follow me on all social media platforms. I'll be putting up the, the nominations. You, the fans, get to vote. And it's a Google form vote. So you could vote 100 times. And if you're a loser and you don't have enough people, buy some followers and you can get them to vote too. Hey, it's all good. Sounds great. On that note, he's Andrew. I'm Steve. This is the podcast. Peace. Peace out, man.